You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit njrpr.com for more details and read Nicola's best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. Today is going to be a fun one. I've got a guest on, as always. Not always, but a lot of the time these days I have guests on. And I have an amazing person that I've known for the past few years called Roz Chandler. Now, why I wanted to bring Roz on is because I get a lot of people saying to me, pretty much on a weekly basis, but um, it's too late for me. Like, it's too late for me to, to make any kind of money online. And normally when they're saying that, they're like 40. Um, and that's when I started. So I'm like, that is never too late for you to start. You can make money really quickly. And actually quite a lot of my clients that are over 40 do it much quicker than the people under 40 because they don't have the same worries about what people think of them and all of those different kinds of things at, at that point. So I brought Ros on. Welcome to the podcast, Ros. Thank you. Yeah, it's lovely to be here. To talk about this because Ros is, do you mind if I say your age? Well, this week on Monday, I was, yes. This week, Roz turned 60. And I saw Roz start online only, I want to say three years ago. Two. Two years ago. Two years ago, Roz started online. How much money have you made online, Roz, in the last two years? 300,000. 300,000. I hope this proves to you <laughs> that actually you can start a business online at any age. So Roz, let's go, let's go back to where it started. When I met you, you were in and still are in the flower world. What were you doing then? When you met me, I was I was doing two things. I had a I was working as an interim marketing director for lots of different small SMEs across the country. And I also had a flower farm, which was kind of a little bit of a hobby. And every so often I think, oh, I need to shut this. It's not making me money. But I'd had it for 10 years and it was and I loved it and I was passionate about it and I wanted to change things. But it, my real job was being a marketing director because that was where the money was. So then I came across you because we were going into COVID and I thought, oh, I know what we'll do. We'll, we'll run some online wreath workshops. And I got a hold of somebody and they said, I know who you should speak to. You should speak to Lisa Johnson. <laughs> online wreath workshops. And that's what we did that Christmas, that first Christmas in 2020. And we set up these online reef workshops and someone said, oh, you need to do this one-to-many course with Lisa. And I said, oh, what's that then? So I signed up. I signed up on Christmas Eve, actually, and thought, oh, I could do this. And these reef workshops were really successful. We were sending out the reefs in boxes and people were in COVID and they were making them at home. And I was thinking, hmm, maybe I have something in this. So I did Lisa's one to many, which was amazing and changed my life completely. And before I finished one to many, so in the February, I decided that it was really nice to have a, a course to teach people to grow their own cut flowers. And if everybody just grew cut flowers or one or two or did it in pots or however big they wanted to be, 
that we would stop importing the 90% of flowers that come into the UK from Africa and South America, and we would help save the environment. So I wanted everybody to learn how to do cut flowers. So I launched a course very rapidly. I did everything Lisa told me to do. I followed all the course. I did it to the letter, did all the work, put all the work in. And in that February, we launched the course, which was an eight-month seed-to-vase course, which ran, told people how to grow seeds, how to cut, grow them, cut and condition them, make arrangements, do everything, massive amounts of training, like I say, over eight months. And we were very successful. We sold 187. So it was like an £80,000 launch. Which is pretty good for a first launch. Can I just tell you, I'm going to tell you what, from my side, what happened. Ross comes to me and says, I'm going to, I would like to do a course. And I, we said about the, you know, the cut flowers, this could be a good idea. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be great. You know, she's going to teach people how to do cut flowers, like seed to vase. What a lovely thing to do. In my head, I'm going to be honest with you, I was imagining all these old ladies doing this, cutting these flowers. And then she says to me, I'd like to make like 50 grand from the first launch. And I was like, oh God, like in my head, I, even I thought, are there enough old ladies? <laughs> it's not old ladies at all. I now know the kind of people that love this stuff. But I, I'm telling you this because often we think we presume certain things about who will buy things and how much things will make. I was worried that Roz wouldn't get her 50 grand launch that she really wanted. And then she got an 80 grand launch and then got bigger launches from there. And it it just really, it taught me that, yes, I knew Roz would make money from launching. Yes, I I was thinking probably a 20, 30 grand launch for her first one. And then it would go up after that. But we don't realize what people want. We need to trust that if we have a skill that we can teach others something, they will want it because they will. And you worked really hard, Roz. It wasn't like you... You know, you said, yes, I followed everything that Lisa did and made that sound easy. That isn't easy. Like, I do actually push people to do quite a lot of work in that first year, but Ros wasn't phased at all. She just literally did every single thing. I certainly did. I mean, that first year was mad when I look back on it now. When I wrote a book, which was madness, um, called Seed to Vars, about people's journeys on that course. Because what, ha- what I discovered, and I discovered it was very humbled, that the people who joined were so different in demographics and age and reasoning and some people were joining it for to do it for mental health some people were doing it because they had bereavement you know somebody had lost a 21 year old daughter somebody had ms and so i wrote all about their experiences in a book called seed to vase and i was most humbled that they all thought that i changed their lives and then i thought oh my goodness this is massive much bigger than i ever thought it was going to be mm-hmm. so i learned massively as well i just thought there's all these people that i can help and then there were more launches. And then there was a blooming business course, which we launched for flower farmers to teach them how to be profitable. Because most of them are career changers and most of them haven't made any money. And I was really keen to turn my marketing knowledge into business knowledge. And so they joined that. And then I ran a propagation course. And then I set up a membership. And then I did a podcast, which is a regular podcast every Friday. And it's gone mad, absolutely mad. And we're just about to launch again for the third year, which seems mad because it's February, but it's really only two years. And um, the whole, yes, growing cut flowers and being outside in nature is suitable for everyone from a child 
to someone in their 90s. And that's what shocked, shocked me too. Shocked yeah. Me. Like, but isn't it brilliant? I love that that can happen, that we can be still shocked by things like this after seeing this many launches. It's brilliant. And I love that it isn't just about the flowers, is it? It is like you said, like it's helping people who have been through things get outside, you know, especially during COVID. Like people needed it during COVID. They needed to get outside and to to get back to nature and to think more simply and all of that kind of stuff. And I can see how you're helping lots of people do that, which is brilliant. But then you realised, well, I realised, I suppose, that you had a bit of a talent for people that had worked with me and with other people. You know, people do lots of courses and and they do they do okay on courses, but I do think there's a big percentage of people that buy a course and then they don't do it or they do it and they don't implement it. And that worries me because I don't want people buying my stuff and then not implementing. So I had a word with Ros and I was like, you're really good at like getting people to do stuff. I mean, you would admit yourself, you are a tough love kind of person. <laughs> Very black and white. I will tell it exactly as it is. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes I think people need a bit of tough love um, because it's not as easy as some people think it is. Like you do need to just graft sometimes, um, especially in that first year. And so people were doing one to many. The people that were like saying, oh, I'm not really sure. I was like, go to Roz. <laughs> and so people were going to Roz and Roz was helping them actually implement. And, and there's clients that we've both had in one to many and then working with Roz that have now done amazingly well because they knew the knowledge from me. They knew what to do, but they just didn't do it until they worked with Roz. And so then you came up with this other side of the business, which was to help people in businesses. Tell us about that. Yeah, I came up with sort of almost like an accountability coach to help other people who had taken courses and were, were kind of knew what they needed to do, but not really how. And so it's like, OK, let's break this all down. Let's just do some sessions together. This is what you're going to do this week. It's all about, as you know, it's about visibility. So how are you going to increase your visibility? How are you going to grab audience share? How are you going to make money? And 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 I kind of hold them really accountable. You're right. Um, it is quite tight, quite. Tough, soft on the inside, but quite tough in terms of that. You've just got to do the work. And um, and I love it. I really love it because I can impart all my marketing director knowledge and my strategic business knowledge, and I can make you know help them make decisions about. I mean, ultimately, they need to invest in themselves. And that, that's for some people, that's quite a big mindset jump because they've got the course, they've got the knowledge, and the next stage is they need to invest. So they have to take some risks. And I'm a really risky person because I kind of think, what's the worst thing that can happen? You know, what, what, what would absolutely happen if you did a whole Facebook campaign and the whole thing dived? I don't think like that. I think you do a Facebook campaign and you're going to make millions. So you've got to be really optimistic, but you have to know that this journey involves investment in yourself. Yeah. And you did do that quite quickly. So, you know, when... In the first year, normally people are just learning, they're thinking about implementing, they might start implementing a little bit, but they do it generally slowly. You went straight in with, Lisa, who do I need to hire? And most people don't do that. And so it was like, okay, get a tech VA, you know, get if you want to make money, let's get these things in place. And you did. And that was a risk because at that point, you weren't making all of the money. No, big risks. I mean, even now, you know, I have a big team now, um, both on the farm, because I kind of think like I'm running two businesses. I have a farm, a flower farm, which today has three people working at it. 
And then I have an, an operation online, you know, which, is, you know, I have PR, I have content writing, I have a Facebook ad agency, I have an operations manager, I have a big resource uh, behind me because I couldn't do it without it. And I take risks and I still continue to take risks. So with these risks, you know, you, you did do all of those things. And I think it's important that people realise that you did all of those things because um, some people do try and do everything on their own. I did for the first two years. I didn't employ anyone. It was just me. And I got to seven figures that way. But when I look back now, I realise how much easier and quicker it could have been if it did take on like even just like one member of a team. Um, yeah. It would have been better. Do you think that the reason you did that was because of your age? Partly. I mean, I'm a risk taker anyway, partly. Um, and partly because I'm a really good delegator. And that I encourage people to do give the jobs to people who are much better at it than they are and get on with doing the stuff that you're good at. And I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm definitely not good at. And therefore, I, I don't have any problem delegating to anybody. I don't have any trust issues or anything like that. So, yes, part of it is at risk. But the other part is my age. You know, when I started this journey, I was 58. My, my dream is to build this business up in the next two years and sell it. Definitely. Um, you know, having just hit 60 this week, it's a big eye opener. And then you think, OK, I haven't got time to mess about here. You know, I'm I'm where I am in my life, which I'm really fortunate with. You know, I, you still need a, a reason and a mission to do this, to make money. And I definitely have still have two young, uh, two girls that I'm funding. Um, and I'd love to help them buy flats in London. And everybody knows what they cost. So I have my mission, which is very different to lots of people's. But I need to do it quickly because, you know, I, you know, my husband's 67 and I'm 60. And this has got to be a two year, three year plan. So this is all or nothing. I love that, though. I really like that you're like, right, I've got like four years, five years max to get this done, to get this sorted. There was no, I'll think about it for a year and I'll try and be perfect. And, you know, I need to get my mindset in order. There was no time for it. It was just like, I have to get this stuff done. And I see this a lot. I see it a lot. I've got clients who are 50, 60 I've got two clients that are 70 and they don't muck about. They just go in and do the things that need to be done because they have the goal in mind and they do it. And I kind of wish that some of my 20 to 30 year old clients would have the same urgency because it would stop all of that worry about what people think or, you know, what, what, what if it goes wrong? What if I fail and all of that stuff that people worry about, because actually at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you fail because at least you've tried something. Oh, I've had lots of failures in my career. I could, you know, when you've had a, a digital agency of 13 or 14 years with 30 staff and you put it into voluntary liquidation, you soon learn pretty quickly. So there are certain risks that I've taken that haven't paid off. But I, I'm jealous of people in their 20s and 30s. And I want to say to them, just do it. Because to be honest, you could make so much more money because you've got so much more time. And my, what I find is that I, I get sort of my only anxiety is I want to do it even quicker. So <laughs> then and I'm jealous. I'm absolutely jealous. If I was 20 or 30, I'd have, you know, I would do exactly what I'm doing now, and but even quicker. What do you see now that you've worked with lots of business owners that, you know, are implementing and they're now doing really well? 
what is the problem that you see that people aren't doing when they're doing these courses? Do you know, I have all the best intentions when people come and do my courses and I'm like, everyone needs to implement. I kind of push it onto them. Like you must implement. You can't just know this stuff and not do it. You will only get the results if you implement. There are always some people that don't. When they come to you, what is the reasons that they aren't doing it? Some of it's in, in belief in themselves. An investment, you know, a belief in themselves, an investment in themselves is taking a risk and it's an action plan and accountability. Like by next Friday, you're going to have done this. Oh, okay then. No, 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 really. By next Friday, we're going to do this because otherwise it will be next month or six months or next year. And so it's about, and also it's about what goal have they got and how quickly do they want to do it? You know, how much, let's start with a piece of paper and go, how much money do you want to make this year? Okay, let's break that down. So really, if you don't do this today, it isn't going to happen. I'm going to make it. I wouldn't want to come and turn up on the Friday not having done the thing that you've told me to do, Ron. (laughs) I can see why people are doing the work. And I think that is it. It's a belief in themselves. It's actually forcing themselves to do things. It's why I get so frustrated when... When we put something out there, like, do you want do you want to do this? Like at the moment, we've got a strategy course out there. And I've had at least 30 people put it on their vision board. I can't tell you how crazy that drives me because I know that the people that are like, I'm going to put it on my vision board for next year. Are you doing this next year? I know 100% they won't do it the next year. They'll put it on their vision board or they'll have something else on their vision board because people put things off all the time. I believe in vision boards. And the reason I don't believe in it is because I think if you're going to put something on your vision board, it means you really want it. So why don't you work out how to get it? Like now, there is always a way, you know, if it's about money, work out what you can sell and how you can make money now to do something. Or if it's not now, at least start on the journey of it rather than putting it on your vision board and then thinking about it again the next year. And it sort of drives me crazy, this, you know, there's so much time to do everything. And I think it's because I'm getting older. And so, that time. yeah, there, we will run out of time and, and we have 4,000 weeks in an average lifetime. And I always think, OK, what week am I on? What am I doing this week to make sure I'm making the most out of it? Am I wasting this week? Because out of 4,000, I can't afford to waste one. <laughs> waste an hour. So it's like, I mean, yeah, I work really hard. I graft, really graft. I enjoy it. My children, like I'm going away this weekend for my 60th birthday party. And my children have banned me from being on my phone. But I kind of worked out how I'm going to do it. (laughs) I'm in the middle of launch. So I still need to let people into the groups and so on. So I will take my laptop. So I've kind of worked out on the way down there. I can pull into a lay-by on my phone and I can do that. And then early in the morning, if I get up really early, nobody's going to (laughs) know It's kind of, I will obviously take a few hours off, but it, it is graft. It's absolute graft. Yeah. But if you love what you do, it doesn't feel that bad. Like people always say to me, when you're on holiday, don't pick up your phone. Like have a week where you're not looking at anything to do with work. You're not thinking about work. I do it for about two days. And then I'm like, I'm so bored. Like I just, I don't mind looking at my phone. I don't mind helping a few people while I'm on there. It doesn't really bother me. It makes me excited. Um, And so, you know, you've got to do what works for you, haven't you? If you need that time off and you really need to completely switch off, do it. But I don't know many business owners that do. (laughs) I'm looking back to my holiday in Portugal, two weeks on a villa last year. And I I was on my sun lounger and I love with my phone. But I mean, I planned this whole of this year. 
I planned what both the farm, what we're going to plant. I, I wrote lots of content. I did some stuff for the course. And actually, I really enjoyed it. So I was quite happy doing that. <laughs> and I will carry on doing that. So well, I mean, my friends, I say, I say, oh, you know, I'm going to give up in a few years. And they go, yeah, right. That's really funny, Ros. That's really funny. You'll do something else. You'll be, you know, you'll do more mentoring or you'll do more accountability work. You, you'll do something else. And you probably will. But if we're enjoying it, why would we stop? I no idea. Exactly. Thank you for coming and chatting to me today. If there is somebody out there that is like, oh, I've done a course and I haven't implemented it yet and I don't know how I'm going to implement it. I don't want to go and watch it all again. I need someone like Roz to make me do it. Where is the best place for them to find you? If you really want to do it, I'm the right person. Contact me. On Instagram, I'm at Fieldgate Flowers. Um, my website is Fieldgate Flowers. I've got a couple of websites, but you're probably better to get me on Instagram and just um, DM me. That would be great. Yeah, so we'll put those links in the show notes so that you can go and do that. Thank you for being here, Roz. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope that this has shown any of you that are listening thinking it's too late to start something, that it never is. You can start whenever you like. A couple of years down the line, things could look very, very different for you. So if you're thinking about starting any kind of business, online or offline, start now. Don't keep putting it off. And I'll be back next week to help you even more with making money online. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.